Hello. Wow, that was, that was a really, really powerful time of worship. Uh, why don't you guys stand up and just say hi to like three people. Uh, shake it off, everything. Just say hi. Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You guys can back to your seats. Okay, so for those who don't know, my name is Eunice. Um, I serve as a campus director for Cree University in Emmaus. Um, and uh, today, I'm going to be bringing the word to you tonight. Okay, I'm actually really excited. Uh, I've been excited the moment I stepped up here. Before that, I was hecka nervous. So <laughs> I'm okay now. Okay, uh, scripture tonight is actually from Isaiah chapter 65. Verses 21 through 22. Isaiah 65, verse 21 through 22. Uh, in the ESV. I'm going to be in the ESV. Okay, so for the ones who have the ESV, if you guys could read with me. One, two, three. They will... Sorry, it's too early. Okay, go <laughs> 65, verse 21 and 22 in the ESV. Okay, ready? One, two, three. They will build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of a tree shall the days of my people be, and my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Amen. All right. Today, I actually want to talk to you about building, and I want to talk to you about the year of inspiration. It's kind of cool how Pastor J.M. already led a prayer topic on that. A lot of it towards the end of my message is going to be on that. So, um... For those who don't know, New Philadelphia Church, the vision of New Philadelphia Church is actually to be an army. Like, we're, we're like always fighting soldiers and like army people. But then, uh, sometime during like last year, I remember, uh, we shifted from like a season of warfare to like a season of building. I don't know if you guys remember that. I remember, yeah, last year, season of building. So, like, all this year, it's, like, been a season of building. Now, with things with building, you're doing something, right? You're doing something, which is great. Like, you're you're building up this idea, this project, and ministry, and your hobbies, and your passions, whatever it is. Like, we're building. But whenever we're building, we're always um, doing something, right? But today, I want to focus on what to do with what you built, Okay, so what do you do with what you build? Okay, so in verse 21, it says, uh, they will build houses and dwell in them. That's in the NIV. In the ESV, it says inhabit. So they're the same thing. So um, here, like, I think God, something that God was really speaking to me uh, through this verse, actually, in the very beginning of this year, was that um, he not only wants us to give him praise for structure, but to give praise and filling that structure in. And that was something that was really, like, it was hitting me. And I remember to asking God, this was, like, in February. I was like, God, if you ever give me a chance to preach at New Philly, I really want to preach this passage right here. So, voila, here it is. So, um, yeah, so basically, I'm going to get to the year of inspiration part later. But, so this means, uh, not only are we called to build and to do things, but we're also called to inhabit in what we build. 
Okay? And the problem is that too many times we focus on building, 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 doing, 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 but we forget to actually live in the very things that we have built or created. Okay? And so, uh, something, the same thing at the latter half of verse 21 is, uh, that they, uh, plant vineyards and eat their fruit. Uh, so same thing with sewing season uh, for New, Phil- New Philadelphia Church. We have sewing seasons where small groups and Bible studies and discipleships, they're all going on. But then we sew, sew, sew. But then whenever we uh, want to just eat and enjoy what we are sewing, I feel like we almost miss that at times because we're so used to like doing things and doing things and doing things, right? And so I think... Um, with the year of inspiration that's been coming up, uh, for this 2013 year, the theme is actually the year of inspiration. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the very beginning of the year, uh, everybody was on a roll of like picking up new hobbies, like new habits, like things that you probably would have never thought of doing. I remember even like my roommates, like everybody was just picking up like new things, like new blogs, new ministries, new, new things, like new ideas, like everything was so new. And I felt like, um, every, like, I honestly, I felt a little bit stressed because, um, I felt like I was obligated to try to tap into talents that I don't even have. (laughs) And, um, I felt like I needed to, like, force myself to pick up a hobby, like something really random, like crafts or, for me, crafts are random and, like, things like that. (laughs) And so I just felt like, um, I was getting really stressed about that. But then I think something that God, uh, was speaking through me, to me halfway through this year is, uh, not only to be focused on, um, God inspiring us to do something, but God inspiring us to become someone. And so if you don't even know who you are, you will never be able to do the things that God has called you to do. And so I think, um, yeah, with that, uh, sometimes the, the very things that you want to do, maybe there is a halt, maybe there's a blockage, whatever it is, just because maybe, you know, God wants you to become the person uh, to be able to do it in the first place. Uh, so why does God even want us to inhabit in what we build? And I think I was asking God this, like, in my quiet times, why is it God? Like, what is something that, what is the reason for why you want us to even live in what we build in? And I really felt the words that God was saying is, in order to bear inner fruit, and also, it's for the sake of maturity. And so... With inner fruit and maturity, they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, sometimes God will take you through seasons of maturity um, and in order to bear inner fruit. Or sometimes God wants you to bear inner fruit by taking you through seasons of maturity. And um, I know maturity has been something that has been preached a couple times in the beginning of this year. It's been like a current theme. Even uh, when I went to the Las Vegas, San Francisco ministry trip uh, for Living Hope, our sister church, uh, the Young Adults Retreat theme was Rite of Passage, which is all about maturity maturity, becoming a child, uh, from a child to becoming an adult, okay, and so I think that was something uh, that God was really speaking to me on, and so God wants us to fill the places that we have built with character and maturity that he has called us to have, and so he doesn't just want us to do things, but he also cares about our personal lives and wants us to grow personally as well, and so um, something about inner fruit is that um, it's inner. And so it's all about God taking you through seasons of like character building, like hiddenness, um, yeah, maturity. And fruit, I realize, is not what we do, but it's who we are. Um, it's not uh, anything with like activity, but it's our ability to become more Christ-like. It's not a relationship with people. It's more of like the condition of our character. And so that's all of what um, inner fruit is. 
And so, since the keyword is inner, sometimes we're not able to see the very things that God is able to do in our physical eyes. So if we don't pay attention to what God is really doing, we're going to miss out and then be like, God, what is going on in our external circumstance? You know, like, why, why is this happening? Why is that happening? But I feel like um, the reason is because maybe the fruit isn't supposed to be an external fruit yet. Maybe he wants to produce inner fruit first because it goes from inside out. And so, um, yeah, I think uh, something like in the beginning of this uh, Sabbath season, so New Philly also has um, like sewing season from like March to June where there's small groups and all these things going on. And then everyone's like on a break. It's like a summer break for New Philly. And um, I remember the very beginning of Sabbath season uh, in June is just like the year of inspiration in January. Everybody like, I don't know about you guys, but I make like a Sabbath to-do list. Like, all the time. How many of you guys have, like, Sabbath to-do lists? Like, I read books, or I meet people, or, like, things that... Maybe if you're an Emmaus, you might have one, because we really don't get to do these things. And so, um, yeah, I think in the beginning of the season, I was just about to pull my paper up and uh, write all these things that I wanted to do. But then, like, the, I kid you not, the moment I put my pen on paper, God said, stop. Like, I don't want you to write anything that has to do with what you're going to be doing. Uh, for this season, for this Sabbath season, I want you to actually just produce inner fruit. I was like, God, what does that even mean? Like, inner fruit? Like, and I, I seriously, I was stressing out because everybody around me was like, oh, I'm going to start rock climbing. I'm going to start, like, you know, doing this or whatever. And everyone's, like, doing something. And I really, really wanted to do things I wasn't able to do. But, but I felt so... Um, like restricted because all God was saying is like, Eunice, I want you to get back into quiet times. I want you to get back into like, you know, spending time with me. I want, I want my mornings back, which means you got to get up early, like things like that. And to me, honestly, I had to really wrestle with it because I think the last thing I wanted to do was to do nothing, nothing. And, um, I think something that God was really speaking to me on was that, uh, I was being so uh, trained with what I was doing, like a lot of things I was doing, that he really, like, it was actually grace, by his grace, that he was halting me in my steps and telling me, like, Eunice, you have to, you have to learn how to become something and to really uh, delve deeper into my presence. Because the more you spend time in his presence, the more you start to realize who you are. And just like what Pastor JM even led in prayer, like, it's really the spirit of God that gives us inspiration. Amen? Yeah, and so in order to cultivate inner fruit, um, you got to abide in him. And I don't know if you guys have heard uh, Tina's message from Friday Fire a few Friday Fires ago, but she was talking about um, how to just slow down and abide in God, abide in him. So John chapter 15, verse 5 says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. And so when you bear fruit, it gives, it gives you a new strength. It gives you a new purpose. It gives you a new perspective of what you're even doing, if you really think about it. And I felt like in this year, like this first half of the year, this may not go for everybody. For generally, it's like, oh, we're going to just do this. We're going to do that. God inspired me to do this, to do that. But I feel like God's like, wait, hold on. It's August, um, the year of inspiration. It's like halfway through. And I really want you to know, like, okay, everything you just built right now, I want you to fill it. Just fill it all up. Fill it all up. And so um, when you actually have inner fruit, guys, it really uh, changes your perspective um, on your external circumstances. And I know I said this before. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 says, Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. And um, I just, something that I want to share is that um, 
for the first half of this year, I don't know if some of you, actually some of you could probably agree with me, um, it hasn't been the easiest, to be really honest. <laughs> it hasn't been the easiest. Um, I think uh, just, I don't know, it, I feel like everything, like every area of my life, whatever area I was like, you know, Usually, like, if, like, family falls apart, you can rely on, like, ministry. Ministry falls apart, you can rely on friends. Like, whatever it is. But I just felt like literally everywhere I looked, like, it was crumbling. Like, I was so focused on, like, please, like, like, like you know, praying for family on this. And then, like, focusing on Emmaus. Emmaus was so busy all the time. And I was, like, like you know, I was so focused on doing this, doing that. And at the time, I didn't have, like, I just ended my other job. So I was, like, even job searching. Like, everything was just doing. And it started affecting, like, all the areas of my life. And um, I think, yeah, I don't know, like, my, my friends, some of them may stop, like, they know, but it was pretty bad. And I, I just couldn't even, like, I just lost joy in everything. I lost, like, the desire to do anything. And all the stuff that God had inspired me to do in the very beginning of the year, um, I literally just lost it. And I think it's because I forgot that I had to actually um, become someone that he wanted me to be. And so um, when I went to my mini- the ministry trip to Las Vegas and San Francisco. Um, this is, okay, so everyone, since I've been back, people have been asking me, like, how has it been for you? And how has it been for you? And to be honest, like, I couldn't even give an answer. Um, I knew that testimonies were due, like, literally three days after we came back. I seriously could not even write a sentence. Like, I, I mean, Diana knows. Diana's my leader. And I was, like, begging. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I, I almost felt fake because I was trying to make up breakthroughs because I couldn't even, like, process it. And I was just making it up. Like, I think God broke me through in this. Uh, I think I'm set free from this. Um, things like that. But then I think now, like, even as I was meditating on this sermon, one thing that he really showed me was, um, you know, it's the reason why I asked you to just delve deeper into my presence and not to do anything the Sabbath season was so during this ministry trip to not do anything, like seriously, not do anything at all, but just to spend time in my presence, to listen to my voice, to hear what I have to say about you and who you're, you know, being inspired to become. And then you can go on with the rest of your life again. And so, like, I think that was something, like, I think it just clicked. Like, the moment that I was here, like, uh, of this week, it really clicked. And so, like, during the ministry trip, like, um, I mean, granted, there were amazing breakthroughs, but I think the biggest breakthrough I could really carry was a personal one. And it was the fact that, um, seriously, everything around me was the same, but just something happened the moment I started giving my mornings back to God, the moment I started really yearning for God again, and, like, just the moment I started to miss him, uh, it just, everything just started coming back. And I started to get joy again. And as soon as I got back from this ministry trip, like one thing I could really gain was a new sense, a new joy, a new purpose to what God has called me to build for the rest of this year. Like if I had not sat down and just kind of like relished and enjoyed and what God was doing, I don't think I would have ever been able to, you know, I don't know. I just don't, honestly, I think I would have been really confused, you know, when I come back. And so... I just simply took time away from building and intentionally focused on God filling me to make me the person that he wanted me to be. That was a shift during the ministry trip. Um, and so even when you build inner fruit, your external circumstances, like they may not change. 
Like, even now, from then until now, honestly, nothing has really changed in my life. Like, um, I could look at it in the eyes of what I did before and say that everything is still crumbling. But I think the fact that God really uh, had me take time to really dwell in the places that I've built, the ministries that I've, like, built, and the people I've sold into, and just to really sit and be quiet about it and just to really reflect. And that's when I started to realize that, wow, like, you know, I have, like, new purpose now. Like, I realized that what I'm doing, like, there's, there's so much meaning to it. And I wasn't drained anymore by the things I was called to do. And so, um, yeah, I just, I can't emphasize how much um, inner fruit has all to do with the things that you see and how things are. So inner fruit, that's inner fruit. But with maturity, you know, the reason why, another reason why God calls us to inhabit in what we build is in order for us to mature in those very places, And so if you guys don't know, get this, there's a difference between growing old and maturing. Okay. Growing old, anybody can grow old. It doesn't take any effort. It doesn't take any activity. You will grow old regardless, but maturing is when you grow old with always looking for an opportunity to become someone and to change. And so I think with growing older without maturing is like almost building like the most amazing building, the most amazing structure yet having no amazing CEO person buy it, holding no famous uh, important party in it, or um, you know, just not filling anything in, not having an important person buy the building. That's what kind of it looks like, growing old without maturing. And I think it's not until you fill that building that gives its purpose. In the same way, you can't just build and do the things that God has called you to build, uh, but you also must remember to inhabit in it. Be inspired to become the person that God has called you to become. If we get this right, Everything in what we do, it becomes more meaningful. There's more purpose. Okay, so the second part of this, uh, this passage in verse 22, it says, No longer will they build houses and others live in them, or plant vineyards and others eat. If you don't dwell in the place that you have built, somebody else will. And if you don't fill it with the right thing, something else will fill in it. And so, how many of you guys know everybody wants a home? It even says in the Bible that even, like, demons, like, spirits, like in Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 to 45, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places, seeking rest, and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. And then it goes and takes it seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And so... Basically, if you're not doing a good job and filling it in, filling the places that you built, everything with the proper things, then somebody else will take that for you. And so what intruders, what things have been living in the very places that you have built? That's what I want to ask you today. Who or what is it? Is it anxiety? Is it busyness? Is it sluggishness? Is it numbness? Or is it really the right things? Is it really faith? Is it really things that we're supposed to fill in there? Like, what is it, guys? And I really want uh, you guys to, like, really wake up and to know that if you do not inhabit in the places that you build, then somebody else will be living in it. If not, somebody else is already living in it. And um, I really want you guys to search your hearts as I'm speaking this message and to be, like, in the areas, in my ministries, what is resting in there? Like, is it really rest or is it restlessness? Like, in the people that I sew into, all the ministries, that, um, all the relationships that I've been building, like, what really rests in there? Is it insecurity? Is it self-perceived injury? Or is it really the love of God? 
Like, what are these very things that, uh, that we need to fill? And so that's something that, um, as I was meditating on this message, that God was really speaking and saying, you've got to take ownership of the very things that you have been building. If not, seriously, somebody else will, or something else will. Okay, so uh, one of the things, uh, two other things that I want uh, to ask you guys after all this is that um, after you have built the very things that you're called to build and done the things that God has called you to do, who is living there? Like, who is living in there? And why do you even do the things that you're called to do? Okay, so who is living in the very places that, um, that you are building? in the very buildings that you're um, having. So are you just supposed to be doing it and doing it for a long time out of habit? Is that what you've been doing? Or have you been putting heart into it? Also, the other thing that I want to ask is, um, if the buildings are vacant, then what should you be filling it in? Like, what should you be filling these places in? And so what gets filled in the building is what helps sustain it. Something that I want to tell you guys. Uh, So in this year of inspiration... Okay, in this year of inspiration, um, if everything has been going great, like for some of you guys, if everything has been going really, really well, like new hobbies, new passions, uh, whatever it is um, that God has been calling you to do, I just feel like if there have been like blockages or halts in the middle of it, maybe it's because the things that you've been looking to be inspired to do, it hasn't come yet for a purpose. Maybe it's because God wants you to become the person that you're supposed to be in order to do the things that you're supposed to do. And that's the thing. So um, I think just something like even for the rest of this year, I want to put order back into our house. In certain areas that we have been really uh, contending for, in certain breakthroughs like in our ministries, um, in the very things that we have been called and inspired to do, I want to put order back into it. And I want you to really just know that it's not just always about doing and being inspired to do something, but it's always, it's also, you know, being inspired to become someone. My message to you is really simple. That's like, that's really what it is. And not only does God want you to build in this season, he also wants you to inhabit in what you build. Right. And so for the rest of this year, for the rest of this year, I want to challenge you guys to really just know that God doesn't want empty buildings. He doesn't want structures with his spirit not filled in it. But he really wants spirit-filled structures for his kingdom. He wants buildings that really cry out for his name. He wants ministries that really, it's not about doing, 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 but it's really about becoming, becoming, becoming. And um, I, I just feel like this is a big reminder. And I feel like these are things that God has already been telling us and sowing into us, but it's a huge reminder of what, we're supposed to be, you know, what God wants us to do for the latter half of this year. And so, um, so yeah, I think uh, just for the rest of this year, he just doesn't want us to focus on just um, being inspired of what to do, but he wants to inspire us of what to become. And so this um, is something that for the rest of this year, I want to really um, establish and set a new standard And just to know, like, think about all the things that you have been doing. Think about all the ministries, all the workplaces, um, the, the, the people that you have sewn into, uh, the small groups that you've had, um, all those things. I want to really, um, 
you know, I just really want to just challenge you. Like, what is the reason for why you're even doing those things in the first place? You know, are you just kind of going for it? Like, going, going, going for it, but then not feeling anything in it? And, like, I feel like even if there have been, like, for inspiration, like, purposes, if there have been things where you've been inspired to do it, in the beginning it's been very, very good, but then somewhere along the middle, maybe this summer or even now, it's been a little bit harder for you to, like, I don't know, like, craft or write or to rock climb or whatever it is. I feel like God is saying, uh, maybe it's because I want you to come back to me, come back to my presence, really hear me, draw near to me, become hungry, become hungry for my presence. And then hear what I have to say about you to give you a newer purpose for what you're meant to do. Right? I want us to bow our heads right now. My message to you today, guys, was very simple. It was very simple, but it was very, very weighty. And I just feel like for, like, this is very timely for this, the Sabbath season. You have one month left. This is very timely for the rest of this year or whatever it is. But I just really feel like God wants to remind us to be inspired to become someone. Not just to be inspired to do something, not just be inspired to just build, 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 but I feel like God really, really, he wants to bring order back into our lives. And if you've been feeling drained, just like Pastor J.M. has prayed, if you've been feeling uh, discouraged, if you've been feeling a block in certain things, I feel like the reason for it, maybe the, the certain things that you have been inspired to do hasn't come yet, hasn't come just yet. Because he's waiting for you to become the person to do it. So for those of you who've been feeling very stuck in the certain uh, things that God has called you to do or the things that you thought that God has called you to do, like my inspirations, my hobbies, my passions, whatever it is, I feel like if you've been saying in your prayer times, God, I thought you wanted me to do do this. God, I thought that you were calling me to like, you know, to pursue in this very area, whatever it is. And if you've been feeling a block, if you've been feeling like a little, like something that gets in the way, I want you to stand up to your feet right now. I feel like there was a reason for why even praise and worship was extended today. There's a reason why God is purposely extending his presence, making it so thick for us. To remind us that, hey, it's not always about what you're doing that I care. It's really about you and it's about, it's about you. And at the end of the day, he's not going to ask, like, what did you do? What did you do that inspired you to do? Yeah, he will ask that. But he will also ask, what is it that you've also been inspired to become? Have you lost sight of the person that he wanted you to be?
If you've been feeling stuck in certain areas of your life in terms of inspiration, passion, ministry, your work, whatever it is, maybe it's because he wants you to just get right back to him and just to cultivate that inner fruit, to mature in those very places that we have built. I want you guys to open your hands and just to really pray. Start praying on your own and just to really pray, God, I want more of you. God, I'm hungry for you. God, even though I don't see certain things coming to fruition right now, God, I just confess out of my own mouth that it's me first before anything that I do. God, inspire me. Give me revelation on who you want me to be, not just what you want me to do. I want you to go ahead and pray right now. For those sitting, I want you to pray for the one standing.